Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Alongside former NHL goaltender Mike McKenna, Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Alex Ferrario as we head to our Brown and Crouppen celebrity line now to talk with Jeremy Rutherford of The Athletic who is on this road trip and uh, is trying to get back to St. Louis. JR, do you feel like John Candy in planes, trains, and automobiles right now? Hey, what are you trying to say there? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, Sorry, I, no, I meant Steve Martin. It's more like Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, He's okay. in yeah. Polka Polka, <laughs> real big in Sheboygan, you know? <laughs> One of my favorite places in the world, O'Hare Airport here. Go uh, eat at so, Frontera. Uh, yeah, well, Get a torta. Rick Bayless's restaurant there, JR. It's the best. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. We'll make it uh, We'll make it back home at some point, but uh, glad to be coming home after this blues road trip that was uh, pretty successful, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we've been talking about that, JR. Like, look, the fact that you had one dud on a three-game road trip where you went in an overtime, you shut out Edmonton, which was the one that I still stick to with this road trip. But people are going to go immediately to the defensive struggles against the Winnipeg Jets and the fact that the offense was lacking. And let's start with the offense, JR, because I thought Ryan O'Reilly had a great quote last night after the game to you when you asked about the struggles of he and Jordan Cairo finding their offense. And Mike and I discussed earlier, it's not like these guys aren't creating offense. It's just that they're not clicking, which just tells me it's just too soon to sit here and say that they're not having success. Yeah, and I agree. Although uh, this is something I think I worried about a little bit uh, when they put the line together. You know, I think for other reasons, they've obviously wanted to keep uh, Thomas, Tarasenko, Butchnevich went healthy together. Uh, and then you, you didn't have Logan Brown, so you kind of had to mix and match to make everybody comfortable with Jake Neighbors, rookie on that third line. So that leaves you with a line of Sato, Riley, and Cairo. And, you know, I'm sure if you play together for a couple months, you'll find it. Uh, but I just don't know that that's a line that you kind of head to the middle of the season and say, this is a line that we like. You know, it, it remains to be seen what kind of chemistry Cairo and O'Reilly could develop. We haven't seen it yet, but Craig Burby did say last night it's still too early. So we'll see. But right now you're looking at Ryan O'Reilly, no points. You're looking at Jordan Cairo, one goal, no assists. Saad had no points before he left the lineup with this upper body injury. And now you put Buchnevich on IR, so you're going to be without him, even though it's ret- retroactive, he could come back. You know, this offense is a question mark right now. Well, you're still missing some bodies, you know, and that's what does it. You have to look down deep into the lineup. And, you know, a kind of X factor for me is Braden Shen. Where he, Where's he going to fit in? Are you going to go center? Are you going to go wing? Is he going to move up and down? Like, there's a lot of different question marks, JR, that I think can work for this club. But I always look at that that nuclear option. Like, put Thomas with Cairo. What's that going to look like? I like the fact that they keep that, that Craig Berube keeps them apart 
at least during the regular part of the game. And that's maybe something you dig into in your back pocket. Do you see any path forward that that could happen like more often, at least as the game goes on? Maybe if the team's trailing, you put Thomas and Cairo together just to try to get some juice with some players out of the lineup. Or do you think in Barubi's eyes, maybe that's just too risky of a defensive proposition? No, I think at some point you're going to have to try that. And again, I'm keeping in mind that it's just four games into the season. Mike, when I drew up the lines when they uh, looked at their roster for the upcoming season, you know, this is before preseason, I thought there was a chance that you'd see Kairou and Thomas together. But we could not forget about the success that Thomas Tarasenko Buchnevich mm-hmm. had last year. And Craig Bruby came out of the gate with that. But we're looking at seven, eight, nine years of Kairou and Thomas likely playing together, especially after this year if Tarasenko is indeed on the move. You know, Cairo is a defensive liability. Thomas is getting much better in the defensive zone. So I, I don't think that it could be an issue. I think if they're putting up some points together, then that could be something. I just don't see a Cairo Ryan O'Reilly chemistry. And, and, you know, I could be wrong here in a month. We look back and they're playing well together. Uh, but to, especially now with a couple guys that they're missing, I just don't see it. So I think Craig Bruby might have to mix things up. It looks like in practice, my friend, Luke Korak, who is in St. Louis for practice, uh, reported that Shen was back with Thomas and Tarasenko today in practice and that uh, Ivan Barbashev was up with O'Reilly and Cairo. So, Jr. and again, we're talking with Jeremy Rutherford of The Athletic. You could follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. Uh, he was with the team on this road trip. He's with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Jr. the news, of course, today with Pavel Buchnevich, everyone seems to be asking what happened to him and is this something that's long-term. For people that don't know, the injured reserve is only seven days, but what's your concern level with what's plaguing him? I'd say it's a, a six at least. Uh, I think just, you know, when you're in person with uh, Barubi and you're talking to him and you ask him, you know, he's not going to show his cards or tell you what the injury is, uh, but it's been a lower body in two or three days in a row there. I remember asking and he was saying that, uh, you know, this is something that's, that's lingering and uh, we, we don't know. He kept saying, so anytime you hear that, uh, there's not a, a date. I don't think that they're circling saying that he's going to come back. So it is retroactive. His last game was October 15th. He could play in the next couple of days. It just didn't seem like with him not practicing and with Craig Bruby saying that the injury was lingering, that this is a situation where we'll see him in the lineup Wednesday night, Saturday night. You know, I don't know if it, that it's going to be weeks, but uh, it sure doesn't seem like days. You know, it came out today, Jr. that Tyler Pitlick signed with the St. Louis Blues, seven fifty, pretty much a league minimum deal for the team. And, and for me, you know, having played with Pitlick, knowing that he's somebody who could slot right into the fourth line if necessary, he can grind, he can kill penalties, he'll block shots, all those all those intangibles that you need. You know, it's it's going to kind of put this lineup into flux a little bit when you start to get everybody healthy again. If you get Bushnevich and Saad back, and now you've got Pitlick in the mix, you know, I kind of clue in wondering about a Jake Neighbors. You know, he, he had a great training camp for me. He's he's built like an ox. I think he's physically mature enough for the NHL, but just haven't seen it quite click yet. Do you think there's any opportunity that Neighbors may head to Springfield of the American Hockey League for a time, or do you think he's bound to stay in St. Louis the rest of the season? Yeah, Mike, I think there's a chance of that when everybody is healthy, if and when that does happen. Uh, I think that he's had some moments where he is noticeable driving to the net. I can remember on a couple occasions, the one time against uh, Edmonton, I think there was a time against Seattle. Uh, so I think there's spurts, but you're right. I don't think for the full game you notice him and say, okay, he's an automatic guarantee to be in that top nine. So, yeah, you get Buchnevich back, you get Saad back. Uh, I think that Pitlick can help you in the time being. You know, where's Logan Brown at last mm-hmm. night? It was his, was, was his first game, and, you know, can he impress the coaches enough to stay in this lineup? 
as well. So when you get everybody back and let's just say a Braden Shen trickles down to the third line, it's going to make it tough for a guy like Neighbors and or Logan Brown and these guys to stay in the lineup. And Doug Armstrong has said repeatedly that if it's not top nine for Jake Neighbors, it would likely be free Springfield for him. So I could see that if things continue the way they have. So, uh, Jeremy, um, on the defensive side for the team, a dud in Winnipeg, but it follows after one of their best performances that I've seen in some time against the Edmonton Oilers. And I personally feel like this is just kind of what the season's going to be, but more times than not, you're going to see the performance that they had against Edmonton. But where are you at with the defense after four games? I like it. I really do. I thought that game against Edmonton, like you said, was just uh, tremendous. And, And I think it really showed what, that top four when all those guys are on the ice can do. And, and not just them, but I thought Robert Bortuzzo and especially Nico Mikola were terrific. Uh, I think that you have the O'Reilly line against that McDavid line. They did a tremendous job. They're, they're not scoring points, but they did a good job defensively against that group. You know, last night we can sit here and lament about it. Long road trip, tough team, Winnipeg embarrassed by Toronto a few nights earlier, and you're missing a few of your key guys. Uh, so, you know, the old cliche, throw it out the window, you can but come back Wednesday and play better against Edmonton, we'll see. Uh, but I like this team defensively. You know, I think that uh, that third pair can help out. They're not going to get the notoriety as that top four, uh, but they can really do a good job. But the bottom line here, guys, is you know it's fine if O'Reilly and those guys and his line are able to uh, stop some of the better lines in the league, but they're also going to have to put up points or there's going to be that mix and matching that we just talked about a couple minutes ago. Well, if there's anything that the Blues shouldn't be too concerned with, at least the early going, it's been the goaltending. Uh, JR, I think people question that coming into the year. Is Jordan Bennington going to be able to reclaim uh, his ability that he's shown previously? I thought he was great in the playoffs last year until Nazem Kadri decided to knock him into Kansas City zip code. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, he's looked great. And Grice last night was strong as could be for the Blues. My only concern is that they are giving up pretty high amount of high danger chances once again and we saw that last year start to wear on Bennington so uh, where do you think the team's at at this point in terms of their goaltending and just being able to help them out in the defensive zone that middle area in front of the net last night too many missed assignments I I have to guess that that's going to be something that Craig Brube is going to address yeah giving up those slot shots has been an issue for the Blues for the past couple years and you know I watched that game last night Winnipeg could have had a few more goals not just because Grice was playing so well, but they missed on so many Mm -hmm. shots uh, in the slot area, wide open, not covered, missed the shot. So there could have been more, but you look at the goaltending. I think Bennington has been outstanding. I just think he's in his own. I think he prepared himself mentally to come in and be the guy this year. And obviously you have to have that positive reinforcement. You have to play well. If you don't play well, then all of a sudden your mindset goes, he's been great. I was really eager to see uh, Thomas Grice last night. I thought he was terrific. Uh, had to put up with a lot of those uh, high-danger chances. So the Blues are going to have to figure that out. I go back to uh, Jordan Bennington. I think the stat is he's seen about 16 high-danger shots, stopped 15 of them. You know, that's a good save percentage for high-danger shots. That's not going to keep up the entire year. The Blues are going to have to rectify that defensively. Even though we talk about how good they've played, especially against Edmonton, there's just that one particular area where they're giving up those shots there that they need to control that. J.R.? Always uh, great to catch up with you, man. Uh, Have a safe trip back to St. Louis. Hopefully you're back before the Blues drop the puck tomorrow night. But uh, (laughs) thanks so much for hopping on with us, man, and we'll see you in St. Louis tomorrow. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. 
New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.